don't know if I really love this decision. Over the middle, got his man, and look at him go! Jalen Waddle for the touchdown! Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating What's up, Greg? Thanks for joining us. Make sure I don't I don't butcher your name here. Is it Greg Florkowski? That was great. That was great. Hey, that was great. Greg. That was perfect. Let's go. Hey, that's that Miami Dade education, baby. For that's all I'm talking about. <laughs> hey man, yeah. listen. Hey, warm welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, man. And we appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy, but we really wanted to get the Kansas City perspective on this huge game coming up for us. Wildcard weekend, Dolphins, Chiefs. You know, in the frozen tundra, what's your perspective, yeah, well, man? What are you expecting here? Well, first, uh, you guys brought up earlier about the last time uh, I think the Dolphins were in the playoffs. If I remember correctly, Matt Moore was the quarterback, and he got absolutely wrecked. Like, I remember that game. Like, he literally – I think he died on the field, like, straight oh. up. Like, it was – there was, like, one tackle on the sideline where I'm, I swear. We're starting spicy, I see. <laughs> yeah, well – you're not, you're not far most of this one. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, you guys got me hyped for this game already. I'm like, all right, this, this sounds like a hell of a game coming up. But um, no, looking forward to the game. Uh, as far as like the frozen tundra, I think this happened with it. What, you, what was the last time Tua played in the cold? He just kind of shook it off. And if I remember correctly, he, he did just fine. I think it was up in Buffalo. He played a cold yeah. game. And Correct, in Buffalo. Now, so no yeah, no one's. I don't yeah. think anyone's actually truly worried about the the tundra. I mean, the only people who should be worried are the fans because uh, it's gonna be cold. Uh, I was just out there uh, two weekends ago for the New Year's Eve game, and uh, I'll tell you what: the seats are not heated, uh, so it's really cold. Um, but with with the field being heated and like the sidelines being heated, but they, I don't want to worry about the tundra as far as how the game's gonna go. But this is another level of coldness because everybody's been hyping up negative 330 or something like that in the negatives i know that they're now technology has has prepared for situations like this but do you feel still that it will be like teams will be affected particularly us a lot of that's the narrative coming out dolphins my uh people down south don't do well in the cold so do you feel now being that this is going to be one of the most coldest in the negative even with technology and how they prepare for that situation you think still will be affected by that yeah i mean i think i think uh, michael Irvin said it best today actually it's going to be kind of both things will be effective with how hard that football is whenever you have to kind of catch that ball um so i think that's kind of who's going to be affected by this i mean the, some of the players will be cold but once you get into a game i feel like your body warms up and you'll be all right uh where i kind of worry on both sides uh, especially the Kansas City side, uh, is, is the receivers catching that ball because it's going to be it's going to be so hard. Um, but I mean, well, that's kind of the only issue I see with it being that cold is catching that 
hard football. Well, let me ask you this, Greg. Let, let, let's get into it. You, you, you mentioned the receivers catching the ball. You mentioned uh, kind of did this playoff. This is Mahomes. This is when, you know, the, the, the stakes kind of ratcheted up. How, how do how do KC lose this game? You, you, you we we can go with you know Mahomes and Kelsey and putting a massive, but well, what's been going on from the wide receiver unit? Do you put it all on the wide receiver unit? Does any of it fall on play calling? How much it falls on Patrick Mahomes being the leader? Um, you know how much of it falls on Andy? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and Kansas City especially the wide receiver room has been a a huge uh, point of emphasis for us. Because uh, it seems like every time we do anything, uh, they they mess it up for us. Uh, I swear, I swear to God. A- anytime, if you look back at the Chiefs' schedule, uh, like I can be modest in saying we can be fourteen and three. I mean, w- depending on some of the way that the receivers messed up this season. I mean, let's go back to the Buffalo game, the Kadarius Tony offsides call. Like that's a that's a Travis Kelsey to a Kadarius Tony touchdown. That that I mean, the Bills could go back and win that game, but uh, my money's on the Chiefs with that defense. Uh, go back to the the Packers game. You know, I mean, the Packers did beat us that entire game. But at the end of the day, uh, Patrick Mahomes, MVS, there was a chance to win that game. MVS dropped the ball. There was no pass interference call. That's neither here nor there, but MVS did drop the ball. Uh, let me go back to the week one, Detroit Lions. Uh, we have a chance to walk, run down the field and get a kick field goal to win that game. Darius Tony drops the ball. I mean, I mean, I saw it two weekends ago at the Bengals game. Uh, the Chiefs were driving down and uh, MVS goes out for an easy out route. I swear to God, from where I was standing, he caught the ball, was going in for a touchdown, but then I looked over and the ball was on the ground. So I think uh, the receivers are still going to be a problem. But the way the Chiefs lose this game, going back to your first question, same way we lost every game. There's going to be some timely, untimely penalties, putting us behind the first and 20s, first and 30s, second and 20. And then it's going to be those untimely drops by uh, MVS. Because uh, I guarantee we're going to keep throwing deep to him. He's going to keep dropping him. Uh, but then the big thing that's been rearing its head, especially lately, is, is those uh, untimely interceptions and then uh, fumbles. Mahomes has been fumbling in the dumbest places. Uh, uh, against the Bengals, you fumbled near uh, our end zone, so they had an easy uh, touchdown. Then I think the weekend before uh, with, against Buff, maybe Buffalo, but there's another game recently. He's also just fumbled the ball right near the, the end zone. Oh, wait, I know a good time. I just watched the games. Last time we played the Dolphins in Germany. He fumbled the ball in the 20. And so you guys easily went and got a touchdown. And so that's how we lose this game is those three or four things. And and I don't think it's out of the question. I think – but I do think that's how we lose. Uh, I don't think we will because uh, it's playoff football. And no one knows playoff football better than Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Um, but I, if you to answer your question, that's how we lose that game. Well, the last time around, right, we ha- we did a pretty good job of, of keeping Travis Kelsey – and check. Um, honestly, we've struggled with tight ends a lot this season. Um, that was probably their best performance against a tight end, especially of that caliber I've seen in a long time. What did the Dolphins do, and and what do you expect for the Chiefs to do to kind of get him going um, this weekend? Who man, uh, man, Travis Kelsey. That's been a one. Of, he's one of my favorite players uh, for the longest time for obvious reasons. He's He's the best. Um, but, I mean, t- if you've seen it all season, uh, everyone's like, oh, Travis is washed up. Well, he was 16 yards away from his eighth consecutive 1,000-yard season. Um, he's still a Pro Bowl player, all-pro player. So he's still Travis Kelsey. But the, the biggest issue is teams are double-teaming him. 
And then really, I just feel like there's no one else to take away from him. I mean, Rashid Rice is finally, not finally, he stepped up to a place where teams got to start paying attention to him. But when you take Rashid Rice and then Travis Kelsey, I mean, that's all you got to focus on because MVS is going to drop the ball and Sky Moore is going to run into uh, Travis Kelsey or Andy Reid on the sideline. So I don't, that's kind of how Travis Kelsey has been so bottled up is because we have no answers to throw to anyone else. All right, great. Thank you for your time, man. I have a two-part question. Uh, how comfortable are you, are you with your tackles, given that one of those guys is, is out for concussion protocol? And what is your identity, man? Because these games are just a sheer identity. Back in, we could go back to the years, you guys, Patty Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Speaster, all uh, the good stuff. But now it's his tough defense, run the ball, maybe find Travis Kelsey a situational football. So what's your identity going forward to the, into the playoffs? Yeah, I think you hit on it pretty good. It's going to be that, that, that great defense that's been really holding this team together for the entire season. But, man, the last couple of weeks, this last month of the season, Papa Checo, baby. Papa Checo is going to show you he's got something coming for you. I promise you that. I'll t- that's going to be your problem going on that on Saturday. Uh, Papa's been running. I mean – Pick a meme, running like the kid trying on shoes at the store, like the kid who got the Mario star. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, high knees, baby. Yeah, no, Pop's <laughs> been killing it for us. And I think uh, if we if we win this game, uh, I think Pacheco's going to have a huge night. Um, but it's not just in the run game anymore. Uh, against Cincinnati, he was well involved in the passing game, um, kind of playing that hybrid player that we kind of want him to be, kind of keeping the Edwards Alaire off the field. Jarek McKinnon's out. Um, and so we got to fill that void. And I think uh, Pops played a really – he's done a really good job filling that void. But really – and also Rashi Rice. That boy is killing in the screen game right now. He can take the ball behind the line of scrimmage and just run it. But then the big thing, you know, after watching the Chargers game last week, I now have a strong feeling that Mecole Hardman is going to play a big role mm-hmm. in the game on Saturday. Interesting. He's going to be that receiver, that gadget player, because Kadarius Tony is – Either his ankles are broken, his heart's broken, his brain's broken, or his hands are broken. One, <laughs> something's broken at all times with that man. Andy Reid already said if he does play, it's going to be in limited limited capacity. I hope that limitations can be water boy. Um, but you know, uh, we all can we can all hope here. I think Mecole is going to be that guy that who plays that gadget player and that receiver who kind of takes it above above and beyond for us. Yeah, I have a quick qu- a one question, um, and, and I, I like how this kind of segued. Um, speaking to your um, K- KC fans yesterday and throughout this whole entire week, they've been telling me about how different Andy Reid and his scheme has been in the playoffs. I know that during the seasons before this season, you guys have always been phenomenal, and it hasn't looked the same this past se- this this past season, but you still got it done. You're still in the playoffs. You still won your division. What is it that Andy Reid does so different in the playoffs that teams just just don't hone in on? You know what I'm saying? Because you think you understand what what he's going to do, and then he just brings something totally completely different. So in your mind, if you can let us know, what is it that he does that that's just different and that keeps him going, keeps him winning? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's like anything crazy different. I think there's our, I think he's one of those guys who has a, he empties the bag for the playoffs. You know, nothing gets left on the table. He breaks out a couple different uh, route concepts and maybe breaks out some players that aren't, weren't always, always featured throughout the regular season. But man, I'll tell you, it's not just Andy Reid, it's playoff Patrick Mahomes. 
I can't. I can go through so many games in the, these playoffs with with Patrick that the, the the play is broken down and he just makes something happen that's crazy. One of the the greatest memories I have of, of this example is we're playing the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, and uh, he was the end of the half. We we're just trying to get a field goal, and I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but he he goes and he runs it from a, it was like a five yard gain all the way. It was a huge gain. He's running over people doing spin moves, jukes, all that stuff, all the way get down. And that's that's kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's not just Andy Reid. It's also those extra those extra effort plays that come out in the playoffs. Um, or I guess the Bengals last year, the boy had a broken ankle, sprained ankle. Jury's out if it was real or not. I'm just kidding, it is real. And, um, and he, like, we needed a field goal. The boy ran for almost 15 yards, get pushed out of the, uh, out of the uh, sidelines. But, of course, then the flag came from the late hit. Um, but for me, it's not just Andy Reid. Uh, I think once again, he kind of uh, empties the bag on the game plan. But it's really just it's uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. They kind of just show out in the playoffs. But one thing in the last couple of years has happened that is always interesting is somebody always shows up that wasn't expected. Uh, last year's MVS, MVS out of nowhere just started catching bombs, uh, especially in that uh, Cincinnati game just catching bombs. And I mean, he dropped stuff like like the same in the regular season and started making catches. Um, so to answer your question, I don't know about Andy Reid other than he's he's a genius on the offensive side, but really it's just playoff pat. And it's kind of, I mean, the stats speak for themselves when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, Greg, I, I want to stay along those lines as far as coaching is concerned, obviously, because I'm a coach. Uh, what, can you, what can you speak on Spagnolo, man? He's, he's really impressed me with the way he's, He's improved your you guys' defense and and uh, pretty well established and highly ranked defense. Uh, I know when we played in Germany, um, it was uh, you know the, the blitz packages and whatnot were really affecting the way our offense worked. What have you seen, or do you expect to see the same sort of game plan against us, even though the weather conditions are not going to be optimal? Yeah, I mean Spags. He's <clears throat> the last two seasons, like he's. Ever since coming to Kansas City, he's been awesome for us. Um, the defense is slowly progressed throughout. Well, through each season, the defense usually gets better and better, heading into the postseason where they dominate usually. Um, this year, they started off great. Uh, they started off great and are still great. Um, and so that's kind of what I wonder for the postseason, if they continue to be amazing, uh, if they take a step back. But I have a strange feeling that they're going to continue that dominance that they've shown throughout the season. One thing that's interesting about uh, the last time we played is our uh, linebacker Nick Bolton was out. Um, he was out for a couple four weeks with a I think it was a wrist. Um, so we had, Drew Tranquil was the guy in for that who also he played awesome. Um, but I once again going to playoff football that team's been there. They know what's they know how to handle the, those conditions. Um, Spags has them wired for the playoffs, and I think they're going to do really well. Um, Chris Jones he doesn't have the sacks that he would like. Um, but he's got 10 sacks on the season. George Kalofs has got 10 sacks on the season. Um, our defensive line is they're hungry. They get after the quarterback. They're doing really well against the run as well. Um, and then that back end with the Jerry Snead, McDuffie, Edwards, like I think this defense is 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 poised for a deep playoff run as long as the offense can help them get there. I agree. I, I, my only issue is the way – Obviously, which we've already gone over is is the offense. How your offense has really sputtered, and how uh, how Mahomes has looked pretty pretty frustrated, pretty flustered with 
with his wide receivers. Well, let me ask you this, Greg. Do you think this is a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? Uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I just uh, I just got done watching um, a couple of games. I watched the our Germany game. I watched that. And then I also watched the game from you guys last week, uh, the Buffalo game. I was a Dolphins fan last weekend. I was hoping you guys would pull that out. Um, sadly, I was um, pretty disappointed. Um, but kind of what I was watching that got me uh, pretty interested was, uh, dude, the injuries on your guys' side. I, I don't know. This could turn into a blowout quickly, depending on how those injuries are addressed. Uh, Van Ginkle, uh, I don't know if enough people are talking about Van Ginkle being out uh, this week, but that's a huge staple in your in your um, defensive line. But also, obviously, Chubb being out, Phillips being out. And uh, the one thing I want to bring up was uh, Melvin Ingram was in coverage last week. Bro, if you put Melvin Ingram on any of our boys, cooked. I'm telling you right now, cooked. Dalton Kincaid showed him what's up. If that was a better ball, that was a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, think, I don't think that was a good idea on Vic's part, but, you know. But you guys brought in Justin Houston. and uh, Might be, hey, might be the great. revenge game. Might be the revenge uh, game. You never know. I'll tell you what. Last time Justin Houston played Kansas City, he was a part of the Indianapolis Colts. And, uh, yeah, he came back. He may be older, but uh, he he got his. Uh, we lost that game. Uh, Justin Houston had a couple sacks, made it our life hell. Um, but uh, I hope that age has hit him hard. And, um, and uh, but uh, we'll see. But <laughs> how, how convenient, huh? <laughs> Not this week, right? Yeah, uh, this week he'll be fine. Watch, you just watch. He's gonna have like he'll get his back. So we'll be like, where? Why did you go to four other teams? What is going on with Justin Houston? You just got sent out of Carolina. What? All right, all right, cool. Just come wreck shop on the Kansas City for a little bit. It, it, it means more now. It's gonna mean more to him now. You know what I mean? Going back, sending you guys back home, man. All right, I hope man. not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, so let, let's uh, let's wrap this up here. And we, we got somebody coming up soon. Give me some predictions. I want to hear your prediction, Greg. All right. I'm going to say this game is going to be. Uh, now, wait, but hold on. Hold on. Let me give you a caveat. You got to be honest. Uh, honestly. Be honest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Honest. Yeah. No, no. We, we I, like, I mean, we like, no we like honesty here. No, no, yeah, no. We, we like, we like my prediction here. for you. No. So yeah, I, I truly ahead. think this game is going to be uh, real close. Uh, I think it's going to be a 21 17 game. Uh, Kansas City. Okay, I do. I can yeah. respect that. I can respect that. I got a twenty-one seventeen the other way. Don't worry about it. It'll be good. We on. We on the same. We on the same. <laughs> so, of hey, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs> it's in the middle there, man. Yeah. Maybe it's hot. Who knows? I don't know. Hey, you never know. You never know. Hey, man. When you yeah. make, when you talk when you talk about uh, uh, injuries, it, it sounds kind of weird. But hey, man, we gonna make it happen. Oh boy! You, All right, man. Hey. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm really excited about this one. Um, I, you guys' running game is something that is really good. Uh, most are, we didn't have – you guys didn't have A-chan last time we played. Um, and so that's 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 kind of the – if or I had that X – Or Waddle. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. I saw this today when I was watching this game. Your boy, Tua, is going to get your receivers killed. I'm tell, I'll tell you right now. Like he, some of those crosses that come over the middle. I'm telling you, Tyreek. Every time he comes off the field, I, I swear, he's he's hurting. He's hurting somewhere. Yeah, but, no, um, it's it's. It, we actually had a, a conversation on our on our last episode last night. Wow. I think it was released today about that. 
Um, but okay. we we all we have we have our we have our theories on that. But we'll see. To, to us, it's to some of us, it's that our lineback the linebackers are just dropping back and and closing up the gap between the you know the safety and the linebacker. So other so other people in this group uh, in this room, I, I won't name any names. Is that he's just a little off. So. Like, I mean, it, the, it might be the, somewhere the ones there. that I saw where he almost got his head taken off, that, that ball was way too high and Tyreek was trying to jump up. And uh, there's one, I think it was the end of the Buffalo game, and he went up to get it. And I uh, swear to God, that corner safety was about to kill Tyreek. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, when the ball goes up that high and a five foot 10 man has to jump five feet in the air to grab it. Yeah, yep, exactly. You're, you're exposing him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, that boy's exposed. Um, but hey. It was great talking to you guys. Uh, good here, luck man. this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Good luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, and, uh, you know, just good luck. But not this weekend. No luck this weekend. Uh, we'll we'll talk with, with, with a victory, man. Don't worry about it. Greg, <laughs> Greg I got to take it from you. All right, boys. You have a good it. night. <laughs> you too, Greg. Thanks, man. Appreciate you it. Say, my brother.